thank you for tuning in to the Doing Business with God podcast. Hey, you. Yes, you. I am your host, Michi Renee. It is Michi's passion to help you live your best life and do business God's way. Michi will be talking about entrepreneurship, manifestation, monetization, mindset, beliefs, starting and growing a business, nonprofit, or ministry, all while serving God. So welcome to My Daddy's Business. It's time for the show. It's the Doing Business with God podcast with your host, Michi Renee. Thank you so much for joining today. We are going to be talking about how to be bold in business. So for my Clubhouse family, just to let you guys know, I'm sure you see that this is recording, not on Clubhouse, but this is for the Be a CEO live show. And it streams on YouTube, Facebook, and my Instagram page as well. So we are going to be talking about how to be bold in business without being aggressive or dimming our own light. For those of you who do not know me, I am Michi Renee with the Unicorn Tribe, and I am a business and monetization coach, and I help women to build and grow impactful online businesses, nonprofits, or ministries through both coaching and consulting. If you are interested in speaking, please raise your hand, come on stage, and I would love to have you up with me if you have anything you want to add to the conversation. We are very much a collaborative collective here, and we want to hear from all people. Emma, tell us who you are and what you have to add today. so much for that, Emma. I greatly appreciate you coming on and speaking to us. Yeah, so let's get into it. I know sometimes boldness, I have heard people say oftentimes that women, especially when we are bold, sometimes we come across as aggressive, rude, or whatever other word they want to use. And I just want to give the quick definition of what it means to be bold because, you know, sometimes I think people mix up definitions and the words and what they actually mean. So boldness, according to dictionary.com, means the willingness to take risks and to act innovatively, confidence or courage, confidence to an impudent or presumptuous degree, and the quality of having a strong, vivid, or clear appearance. So that is the definition of boldness, the willingness to take risks and to act innovatively, confidence or courage. That's the definition that we're going to use today. So if you look at that definition based on what definition of being aggressive means, so we're going to look at that too. Okay, so the definition of aggressive is ready 
or likely to attack or confront, characterized by or resulting from aggression. So as you can see, there is a huge difference in what boldness means and what aggressive means, but these words get used synonymously to character to characterize women who are in leadership positions, women who are direct or whatever word they want to use to describe that. I have been labeled as aggressive in speech sometimes within corporate environments when what I was doing was definitely not aggressive. I wasn't hostile, belligerent, combative, violent, or any of those other words that are associated with aggression. I was just being bold, willing to take risks, acting innovatively, displaying confidence, displaying courage, and it comes off not the right way. So I would be curious to hear your experiences, both Emma and Simone, working in the workplace and how you being the definition of boldness has come across. Go ahead, Simone. I think she might be having a little technical difficulty, but I will say that, uh, yes, I am an entrepreneur. I have been a consultant for a number of years and in basically a male-predominated field, which is IT, because I started in IT in the 1980s. So when I started out, being that the field was predominantly male, it was always, always a problem when as a woman, okay, you're stepping up and you're giving solutions or you're coming up and giving solutions to openly discussed problems. And if you were confident and if you were enthusiastic and passionate about what you were saying, it was always interpreted as aggression. And so a lot of times, like when you were just, you know, you, there was nothing aggressive about what you were saying or anything aggressive about what you were doing. However, that's how it was interpreted by the people that were in the room. And of course, at that time, mostly male. So yes, I do understand that. It can be very trying because it makes it difficult when you're in situations, when you're in a room and there are sweet C-suite executives there and you are trying to be a contributor and you are not looked at as contributors, you're looked at as somebody who's a disruptor. So I, I've had to deal with a lot of that. So my name is Emma and I'm done speaking. We hope that you are enjoying this episode. If you would like to be a guest, check the show notes for all the details. Let's get back to the Doing Business with God podcast with Michi Renee. Right. I can totally understand that. Simone, absolutely. We can schedule it again. So if you would schedule on the calendar on under the club and we can do that. But I think there's an option on Instagram where you can select that you want to come on and I can bring you on on Instagram. So if you'll do that, I can definitely bring you onto the screen on Instagram since you're having difficulties on Clubhouse. So just let me know. But absolutely, I can totally relate to um, what you are saying, Emma. It is definitely, I don't know what the deal is with that as it relates to organizations, even ones that aren't male dominated. It's the same issue that we are seen as aggressive when we go to speak 
But if the man says the same thing, it's not seen as aggression. It's just normal. And that is where I want to understand. And I wish we could get some men into the room. If you guys are following any men, ping them in. Because I would definitely love to hear from the men to understand the logic and what their thoughts are, how we come across in those situations. So I definitely would want at a later date to do this again and maybe have some guys that could come live or be on the panel to really just understand how they see us. Because I think when we're passionate about something and we love something and we go hard in how we're communicating about it, because I know I can be like that when I get passionate about something, I'm gung-ho. And maybe that's what they're picking up as aggression. Christina, Katrina, either of you have anything you want to add, please raise your hand, come on up. I want to have a a dialogue about this so that I can really understand where we're getting mixed up in the lines between boldness and aggression and why people feel as though we are doing those things. Hey, Christina, welcome to the stage. So go ahead. What do you have to add to the conversation today? I'm curious to hear your opinions and your thoughts. When we're looking to be bold and courageous in our lives and businesses, I think we really have to take note of the mindset that we're approaching it in. Because when we trust ourselves to be able to go out and do whatever we want to do, we're able to be bold the whole way instead of letting ourselves, you know, that that fear creep in and date where it's coming from a negative energy as opposed to a state of empowerment. So that's that's how I see it, both in the corporate world um, and in entrepreneurship. That's a good way to look at it. I never thought about it from that aspect as it relates to the scarcity part and the fear part. I know for me personally, sometimes when I am aggressive, it's also comes from the fact that a couple of things, someone has violated my personal space. Someone is combative and coming toward me with an aggressive attitude, behavior, thought, speech, whatever it is that they're saying at that time or doing. And it's it's almost like a, neg- a negative response back to a negative response. You're getting worked up because the person is coming at you aggressively. So you're coming back at them aggressively. How have you guys dealt with that? Or what has been your experience as it relates to that part of it? Katrina, I see that you have joined the stage. Well, Welcome. Let us know um, what you have to add to the conversation today. I just wanted to uh, just kind of talk about the, um, you know, the difference between being assertive and being aggressive. Um, I'm like Emma. I've worked in the IT field for my entire career when I was in corporate America. And one of my jobs, just to give an example, one of my jobs, I worked as a technician where I was actually on site, wiring up circuits. I was in charge of running generators and I was the only woman in in my office, an office full of men. And so what I learned was that in order to gain respect and just to for them to even just kind of give you the time of day, you had to show them that you could do what they can. And so once I, you know, kind of gained their trust and showed them that I could do, I could climb up on the roof and I could go down into sewers. Um, I was driving around in a construction van, construction truck with a, a hard hat. So, you know, I just had to kind of just show them that, look, I'm here doing the same work that you're doing and I'm 
you know, I'm going to be right there with you so that they could respect me. So then when there were times when I had to be assertive, I actually didn't have any bad experiences. The men that I worked with were very respectful. And I think that's after I showed them that, you know, I'm not here, you know, just as a woman, but I'm here to actually, uh, you know, do the same work as you. So I think it's just a matter of just kind of gaining respect. And I really have not had any negative experiences um, in that aspect. Yes, I would like to chime in on a little bit on what you're saying, Junior. I believe that what you're saying is definitely true. I know it took me some time and it took a lot of being around different individuals that I was working with. And even after I had been around some of those, my close co-workers for some time, when we would be in C-suite meetings and we would be discussing, you know, problems and, and, and just brainstorming and talking about listening especially when we work in male-dominated fields, sometimes we do need an advocate for us as women. And it's not always fair and it's not always right because I have had managers too who have kind of gone before me and been like, you know, Katrina has X amount of experience. She's done this to kind of like, you know, throw my resume out there first just to kind of show the men like, look, she's not a newbie to this. You know what I'm saying? Like she deserves her respect too. So sometimes, unfortunately, we do have to have, you know, an advocate just to kind of give us that push so people will pay attention to, to us. So I do agree with you on, as, on that aspect. And I don't know how, you know, we can change that for people to look at us so that we don't need that advocate and that when we walk the door, um, you know, they can hear us just from what we say and not from somebody else having to come in and um, co-sign on us. Those are very, very valid points. And I haven't had bad experiences, so to speak, but I've been in situations where men were very rude, condescending to other women in the room, um, not so much myself, but other women. And I think too, it's also a matter of who you are as a person. So if they already know that you're not the one that's going to take the crap, they're not going to give it to you. They're, they're going to give it to another woman. But I seriously think that if we all stood in our boldness, so to speak, this would not be an issue. This would not be a problem that they would learn to know the difference between someone being aggressive and someone being bold and standing in their convictions, standing what they believe in, standing what's right for them as a person, for them as a business. 
in all of that. Join the movement and sign up for the 365 Days of Hearing God's Word Challenge. Check the show notes for all the details. Right now, it's time to get back to the episode. It's the Doing Business with God podcast with Michi Renee. How do you see us being able to change the narrative on this subject within our community as women? To win someone's respect. Because I feel like as women, that's where we are. When we are being told that we're being aggressive, when really all you is assertive and bold, and you are maybe passionate and enthusiastic about, you know, your business or about your career. You know, uh, guys, they don't, they don't have that problem. You know, they don't have the problem of, okay, well, I'm going in this room and nobody is going to take serious, but, you know, uh, or nobody is going to extend me enough space to even listen to what I say. Most men don't face that, but we as women do. So to, in my mind, what I have to do is I, I can't go in and be timid because if I be timid, you know, they're just going to deeply back even further. If right. that makes sense what I'm saying. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. It's kind of like we need to have a balance. We can't be weak or we're on the other spectrum and we're not taken seriously or respected. And we can't be overly either because now they construe it as being aggressive. So it's kind of like that fine line of having to figure out what is the correct amount of boldness to put it in a, a balanced state so that the people in the room with us, whether it's other women or men or not, their toes aren't stepped on, so to speak, because, you know, I have been told by other women as well that I'm aggressive. So it's not just the men's, men saying it, it's also can be other women. And I typically find that the other women who stated they're a little less assertive, timid, shy, those kind of people. And so bold women actually step on the toes of other women as well. What has been you guys' experience with that? I think it also depends on the industry that you're in. And just speaking on my personal experience, the trucking industry, the transportation industry, you have to be assertive, you have to be firm, and you have to be bold. And so, um, and it's almost like they can they can sense fear because um, this is a, also a male-dominated industry. You're all you're talking to men um, on the phone constantly when you're dispatching trucks, when you're working with truck drivers, you know, brokers and things like that. So you have to be bold and you have to be assertive because you're going, you know, you're competing with other people, you know, to get to, to book these goals and things like that. So you know, I just for me in my industry, you know, you have to be bold, and it's almost like the people who can take it good you deal with them and the people who can't you know you just you just kind of move on but but yeah it definitely depends on the industry you're in can kind of drive the level of boldness i guess in certain situations i have to agree with you Trina, because you know there's still not a lot of women that's in it especially once you get into the uh the higher level of management going upwards it's just not a lot of women so when you're in a male-dominated field like that, you can, you just cannot be timid. You know, you can you don't want to be overly aggressive, but you can't be timid either. You know, you have to be able to articulate, and you have to be able to be 
enthusiastic and passionate about what you say because you know if you if you go in there with a fear you're going to be you know it's going to be picked up on they're going to treat you that way and you're not going to be able to win the respect or even be able to talk or participate in the conversation because they're going to uh, not listen to you because you know you're being too timid you know so i i do understand it is walking a fine line but I don't know how, as women, we would be able to do that without being passionate, without being, yeah. you know. Part of that is what makes us women. It's our femininity. It's the masculine versus the feminine polarity. And, you know, that's passion is part of the feminine. We all have it. So, you know, we kind of have to, you know, put it in balance or whatever. But, you know, being bold in business we do have to take risks in our business. That's part of the definition of being bold. And, you know, I know that a lot of you are in your entrepreneurs, you're running nonprofits, you're running ministries. Some of you are working in corporate America, all of it, all at the same time. So I know that 2020 lended for a lot of things happening as it relates to COVID and how we are maneuvering at this point. What risks have you taken over the last year, 15 months, whatever it's been, um, since COVID came on the scene and kind of changed the uh, trajectory of a lot of things that are going on right now? Reaching wild, teaching, reaching, reaching wild, teaching. Let me stop playing with you guys. <laughs> this is Shanita Lacia of the Reaching While Teaching podcast. Listen, my podcast is all about reaching people while teaching them how to live their best life. I keep it practical. I keep it short and sweet. I keep it entertaining and I keep it very relatable. So please check out my show if you're interested in growing into your God-given potential because I know greatness is inside of you. So check it out. What are you waiting for? The Reaching While Teaching podcast of Available everywhere. Y'all be blessed. What risks have you guys had to take? Well, I know for our nonprofit organization, we had to pivot completely in person to trying to do things virtually. And some of the things, uh, some of the programs that we had running, uh, we just had to shut those programs down because what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to go back and strategically think through how we're going to be able to run these programs in a virtual world. You know, if I will give you an example. I work at a nonprofit, it's called Am I Ready? And what we do is we deal with students between the eighth grade and the 12th grade. And those students can enroll in different programs. We have STEM programs, leadership programs, financial literacy programs. We have mentorship programs. We have college readiness programs. We have military readiness programs. But these are all programs where we're dealing and working with students in individually, you know, want some of them one-on-one, -on -one, some in groups. So now, because of COVID, since you can't meet with people, you know, one-on-one -on -one like that, we've had to pivot. We had to close down a lot of our programs and rethink them and put them in a virtual, in a virtual world where we weren't doing that before. And so it's been very difficult. It's difficult because getting our funding through Title Anyway, to make a long story short, we lost our funding because if the school is not open and you're not dealing with students from that aspect, you're not able to get, gain funding that way. So we lost our funding. So we just had to 
really rethink how we're going to be able to serve our client. And it has not been easy, but we have been able to bring a couple of our programs back online. We actually have uh, the financial literacy program back online, and we have our mentorship program back online. So we still have to uh, work through the other programs, but we're making progress each and every day in a, in a digital world. I'm, my name is Emma, and I'm done speaking. Awesome. Thank you so much. Christina or Katrina, how have you guys had to pivot? I decided to pull back just because there were so many unknowns, and I didn't want to be in a state of reaction. And so that's that's what I did. Um, and it was more just, you know, like guiding my community to um, be very mindful of how we were reacting. Because in the in the entrepreneurial space a year ago, um, you know, there were all of these like reactions to, okay, I need to take a, a step towards creating small offers and lowering my prices. And it, it was a lot of fear and unknown. Um, but now, you know, looking back, it's very clear that, you know, when you put yourself in that mindset of, okay, let's just see what's really going on. How am I going to choose to respond to this? That's the biggest lesson I've learned. And uh, since then, you know, my, my business has really flourished because of it. But I, I know it, it's been a very interesting year for a lot of different people to navigate. So I can definitely, you know, understand how pivoting into the online space would be very overwhelming. Uh, if that's not the space that you were in prior um, to last year. So I'm Christina and Ben speaking. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Christina. Yeah, I've had to make some bold moves in my business and in my nonprofit and in my ministry last year and coming into this year, just changing things up, being courageous and confident in some of the decisions that I was making, stepping away from corporate job, hearing God's voice telling me I'm not going back when, you know, the original was we were just on a furlough. And before my HR company could even call me to bring me back, God had already instructed me, you're not going back. When they call you, they're going to lay you off. So he had already prepared me, not to mention that like uh, coming into 2020 from like December of 2019, um, I was already making a, a shift. I was already making a change, had, didn't even know that COVID was coming and would change it even more. You know, I had already started telling my family, my friends, like as of 1-1-2021, I'm firing my employer and I'm going to work full time in my business, but God fired them first. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's really taken some courage. It's really taken some initiative. Like the whole definition of what bold means is what I experience all throughout um, 2020 and coming into this year. Boldness is the opposite of being fearful. Bold implies a willingness to get things done despite risks. Boldness is a property that can only, that certain individuals, not everybody displays boldness or has it. You know, acting innovatively, having confidence, like boldness is what I've been exuding since March of last year. If I never had it before, I definitely have it now. Not aggression, not assertiveness but boldness by its true definition. So do you ladies have anything else to add? Anyone in the audience, Diana, Deborah, either of you want to come up, you have anything to say or add? Well, I would 
At Travel Genie, we make your travel dreams come true. We customize your trip. We create itineraries, book airfare, hotels, cars, and event tickets. We don't just book travel. We create experiences. Travel Genie has four trips planned for 2021. San Francisco, Essence, Toronto, and Bali. A $100 deposit gets you started. Use the link below for more information. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Travel Genie 2017 and online at TravelGenie.com. Just to hear from the male perspective how and what to see when we are in, um, you know, those roles as being bold and courageous. You know, to understand really how they are seeing that as aggression, because I don't, I don't see how they're making that distinction of being someone being a bold or assertive as aggressive. But I'm seeing it from a female point of view, and so I would love to be able for us to revisit this with some males on the panel. My name is Emma, and I'm speaking. I agree with you. So. Emma, Christina, Katrina, Deborah, any of you ladies, anyone in the on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, if anyone has men that want to be a part of this conversation, we ladies are trying to learn. We're trying to see what you guys see so we can be better and do better if we are doing something that really is making it seem as though we're trying to be aggressive. It's all about understanding and really trying to bridge the gap. So any men who would like to be a part of this next panel discussion, please DM me, send me a message, connect with me on Clubhouse, however you need to do it. Um, I would really love for this to happen. Um, Tessie's Tea says, we just added a new flavor of tea, although we lost so much of our funds last year. We signed up for a trade show that were canceled and no funds returned. Oh, wow. Wow. I can only imagine that, especially when you're a newer company. That's not good that they canceled the event and did not give back your money. Wow. So in closing, does anyone else have anything that they would like to say or add before we close the room? And I am going to reschedule this uh, for part two, uh, probably in a few weeks, so we can try to gather up some men to come into the room with us. <laughs> So, um, Christina, Emma, Deborah, anyone have anything else they want to say or add? I'm going to add just a little bit. I came in late, but I like what you said that you know, instead of you find your boss, I believe, you know, that God before you. So, but um, I do realize that we have to be bold and uh, be courageous because when we have uh, ideas and goals and things that we want to achieve, if we don't take that step and try to make it happen, you know, be assertive about it, no one else going to do it for us. Absolutely. Thank you, Deborah. Emma or Christina, do you guys have any last remarks before we close the room? Yes, I have loved this conversation. I think everyone has something got a little nugget. You know, I appreciate that. Uh, love it when we as a tribe can come together and support one another. So thank you, ladies, for coming. I appreciate it. Have a great day. My name is Emma. I'm done speaking. Thank you, Emma. You're so welcome. 
Well, thank you guys um, for tuning in to today's Be a CEO live show. And just in case you did not know what Be a CEO means, it is an acronym. It stands for Balanced Entrepreneur, Action-Oriented, Christian, Empowered, and On the Money. I bring this to you live each and every Wednesday at 12 noon Central Standard Time on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, and now with my Clubhouse family. I will see you next week for another episode of the Be a CEO live show. Have the most amazing day ever. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Doing Business with God podcast. If you love this podcast, please share it with your family and friends. Leave us a review and help us grow. We also want to hear about your biggest takeaways. Take a picture of this episode and tag us on Instagram stories under Doing Business with God. And we'll see you next episode. I am your host, Michi Renee. Get clear, got strategy, secure the bag. Have the most amazing day ever. You've been listening to the Doing Business with God podcast.